Yo, yo, OBD Nation, are you enjoying the show? The Old Life Podcast wants nothing more than to share this simple message, that we are all created original by design. It's through our partners like you who can help us share this message and provide a little motivation, inspiration, encouragement, and passion. With a monthly donation of 99 cents or more, you can help us accomplish this vision. Would you consider donating and share this information with whomever you think will benefit from our message? Thank you for your support and continue to enjoy the show. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Hey, you're listening to the O Life Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, I got a word that I think that all of us could use a buddy of mine was telling me you know that it had been a while since i logged on to olife podcast and put something out there and i have to start this show off by first apologizing apologizing to everyone under the sound of my voice those that um are in my inner circle that cheer me on that support me that support this ministry that believe in me i need to apologize to you uh those uh faith faithful few who have supported the old life podcast um through monetary gifts i need to apologize to you you see uh since the last shoot i have been dealing with a couple of issues and maybe you can relate where you know you're dealing with issues and 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 sometimes those issues are just so overwhelming that you tend to lose focus of your purpose you tend to lose focus of the task at hand you lose focus of you know the responsibilities that you have to others because you're so, um, uh, I guess, grossed by what's happening in your life. All of us have come to a point at some point in our life where we deal with issues. I mean, some of you have health issues. Some of you have relationship issues, parental issues, baby mama, baby daddy issues, marital issues, financial issues. I mean, if you ask my wife, she might even tell you some of the arguments that we have is because I'm an issue, right? I'm going to be careful because I'm not going to reverse that because I know I'll get in trouble, right? (laughs) Uh, But no, in all seriousness, we all deal with issues. And um, I want to talk about someone in the Bible who had a really, really, really 
big issue. As a matter of fact, when we talk about this individual, maybe you can see yourself with whatever situation you're going through. Maybe you can put yourself in this person's place and imagine the struggle that you uh, would face if you dealt with the issue that this person dealt with. It's difficult to hear God. It's difficult to even see him when you're dealing or when you're surrounded by issues. I mean, the devil will use issues to distract you, to manipulate you, to pull you away from your destiny, from your purpose, from your identity. I have been the victim of an attack with issues. You all know my medical challenge with sickle cell. Sickle cell is an issue that I deal with. Uh, Some people deal with mental issues. Some people deal with emotional issues. Some people deal with physical issues. Whatever your issue is, I think that we can all agree that issues pose challenges that we don't necessarily sign up for. The individual that I want to talk about, we're going to read about their story in Luke 8. And it's interesting because this person has no name. Yeah, it's a woman. She's dealing with an issue and and she has no identifier other than what she's going through. Have you ever felt like people only notice the challenges in your life and they don't notice you as a person? as a human being? Have you ever felt like you you just feel less than because of the obstacles in your life? Have you ever felt discouraged, like you can't go on because you have so much to juggle with, uh, with, with your issues, with your challenges in life? Well, this woman, not identified by any name, she, she had an issue that was beyond her control. I'm going to read you this story. Uh, this story is a, is a story of the woman with the issue of blood. And I'm coming from Luke chapter 8, uh, verse, I'll start at verse 40. It says, now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house. Because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. So here we have two issues. (laughs) One, you have a father who is running to Jesus to save his child because the father recognizes where power is. I want to share with you that in order for you to tap into your power in Jesus, you have to grow closer to him. It is something that I have to tell myself. It is something that when I'm going through my challenges, I need to get closer to Jesus. Whatever your method is to get closer to God, you need to tap into that. Jairus knew Jesus could do something for his child. And he ran and begged and pleaded for his help. At the same time, here's this woman unknown, right? We don't know the person's name. Here's this woman who is is 
who is in this in the way of Jay Iris's uh, a goal of of his of his uh, uh, intent to to have Jesus come to his house. She's she's in the way. She's 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 expressing her now issue that she has been bleeding for twelve years. This her bleeding started when this child was born. I mean, they're basically on the same path. Jay Iris is a father who who has an issue that needs to be fixed. And what happens is, as a man, we try to fix things when they're broken. Um, um, when when our family is hurting, we try to fix the problem. But Jairus was smart because he recognized that he could not fix this issue, that only Jesus could be the one to fix this issue. So verse 43, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. This woman, she has a health issue. She's bleeding continuously. Day in, day out, she wakes up with it. She goes to sleep with it. She walks with it. She can barely move because she is in agonizing pain because of her issue. Imagine yourself as this woman who has this, this shadow that follows her that, it, that she does not want, right? right? It's beyond her control. No one could heal her. Verse 44 says, she came up behind him. We're talking about Jesus. Came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak and immediately her bleeding stopped. What I want you to understand is that in other uh, uh, gospels, when this story is being told, this woman pressed through a multitude of people. She crawled and scratched and pulled herself closer to Jesus when she really, really, really shouldn't have, right? And why shouldn't she have? Because back in those days, you were considered unclean if you had discharge coming from your body, right? In Leviticus 15, uh, it talks about it talks about how we handle uh, those that were considered unclean. If you read Genesis, if you read Leviticus 5, chapter 15, it talks about a man and a woman's discharge. If they continue to to uh, uh, be unclean, everything that they touched would also be unclean. Any person that they touched would be unclean. Just imagine this woman who has this issue of blood. Her, her, her family has probably abandoned her because of her issue, because if she made any close connections with her family, then they would be unclean. Her friends, her closest friends, they avoided her because of her situation. They wanted nothing to do with her. She was in a desperate situation and she was lonely, and she could only be to herself. And in other uh, uh, um, uh, gospels, it says that she spent all she had to heal her issue. This woman is stacked with medical bills because of the fact that she has this 
bleeding going on. And some of you are probably feeling like you're bleeding in your situation. Some of you are probably feeling like you just you're just so frustrated, you're drowning. There's there is no solution to what you're going through. But she found one. She found the solution in Jesus. Because it says in in verse 44 that she came up behind Jesus and touched the edge of his cloak and immediately immediately her bleeding stopped. Jesus asked, "Who touched me?" When they all denied it, the crowd, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. In the presence of all the people, she she exposed herself. She revealed herself to all the people, people that would judge her, people that would probably want to hurt her, people that probably would want to kill her because she touched not only Jesus, but in order for her to get to Jesus, she had to touch every man, woman, child to get to Jesus. Anybody that was in that crowd, she had to press her way through. And sometimes it is difficult for us to press our way through. It is. It has been challenging for me to get back on this podcast and press my way through to minister this word because of the issues that I've been dealing with. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm human. I'm human. I deal with things. I, 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 I go to work. I work hard. But I'm human. And on the inside, only God can help me with my issues. Insecurities. Doubt. Fear. Only he can can replace that with courage, love, grace, and mercy. Only God can do that. But in order for me to get to him, sometimes it requires me to press. My action moves God in a way that I can that I would never be able to see before. I have to be able to press, press my way through the hurt, press my way through the shame, press my way through the guilt, press my way when I'm wrong, press my way when I'm tired, press my way when I'm weak, press my way when I'm unsure. All of these feelings this woman had to do. She had to, she had to pass through all of that, she had to battle the fear of judgment in her mind first. Because she said to herself, I know that I can be healed if I can just touch Jesus, if I can just connect with the Father, if I can just be in his presence. Sometimes when I'm going through, I turn on worship music. I turn on worship music 
And I remember that God is with me even when I'm low. Sometimes I call my accountability partner and I I just say, you know, I'm going through right now and I need help. I need prayer. Sometimes I have to realize that when my accountability partner can't pick up the phone and when my electronic Bible dies, that this word that is hidden in my heart, I am above and not beneath. I am the head and not the tail. Jesus said to his disciples, go preach, teach the word, baptize everyone, show them what I taught you. And lo, I am with you even to the end of the earth. Jesus is with me. I have to speak the word of God to remind myself that even through the issue, he is with me. That, that even when I don't have it all together, he is with me. I feel insecure, but God replaces my insecurities with confidence. He says, be strong and courageous. Have I not commanded you? I say again, be strong and courageous. This is such a, a, a powerful um, story because you have two uh, two uh, uh, issues that are going on here with this daughter and this woman. These two ladies need Jesus' help. Because the woman with the issue of blood pressed through and in the presence of all the people, she revealed herself and was honest about what she was going through. Jesus said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. And while Jesus was still speaking, someone from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader, said, your daughter is dead. Don't bother the teacher anymore. And hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe and she will be healed. Some of you may feel like God has forgotten about you. You see him working in other people. You came to him. You begged for his help. You submitted before the Father. You fasted and you prayed and you gave all you had. And maybe you felt like Jairus in that moment. This story started off with a father rushing to Jesus to heal his daughter. But instead of Jesus giving him direct attention, he stopped and paid attention to the woman with the issue of blood. I'm here to tell you that Jesus has not forgotten about you. You may feel lonely. You may feel afraid. You may feel like you're not hearing God speak right now, but he has not forgotten about you. Hearing this, verse 50, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe and she will be healed. When he, Jesus, arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. 
that's saying something too. Not everybody can go with you when you level up. Not everyone can 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 know what you're doing behind the scenes. Not everyone can 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 be in God's presence like you can. That's a sacred time. Jesus didn't let anyone else go in there except Peter, John, James, and the parents of the child. Why? Because in order for God to move, it requires faith, and we don't need anyone that doesn't have the strength or the faith to believe that change can happen in our lives. We don't need the naysayers. We need the believers. We don't need the spectators. We need the participators. We need the prayer warriors. We need those friends that stick closer than a brother. Not everybody can go with you. But Jesus said, these three and the parents. And meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. And Jesus said, stop wailing. She's not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, my child, get up. And maybe that is what Jesus is telling you right now. You feel beaten down. You feel low. You feel hurt. You feel broken. You feel like you can't go on. And Jesus has extended his hand to you and says, my child, get up. You are not dead. You're just sleep. Maybe you feel like the fire, the blaze that you had, the passion that you had to do what God has commanded you to do, that light has been stifled. And Jesus wants to give you a little spark so you can get back to where you were supposed to be. The Bible says her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Are you kidding? You mean to tell me that you healed my dead child? You brought her back to life, and you don't want me to say a word? Not everyone has to know every single thing you see jesus said hold on to this remember this because when you're feeling low and you're feeling down and you feel without again when the enemy comes to tempt you when the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy don't tell anybody anything remember what has been done. Remember this moment. Remember the issue that you're dealing with now. Because when you have gone through and when you have surpassed the issue, it will be your testimony of victory. I want to thank you all for tuning into the Old Life Podcast. You've been listening to OD, the host. Hope to see you next time on the show. Let's pray us out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you see us, that you have not forgotten about us, 
that even though we've been going through our issues, our challenges, our pain for so long, that God, you see us and you see our heart and you see our faith and you see our fight and you see our battle and you see us pushing through the hurt and the pain of our past, our guilt, God, so that we can get closer to Jesus. God, right now, I ask for every for, for healing for anyone that is going through, God. God, I pray that you would meet them where they are, that you would extend your hand to them, Father, that their heart will be changed and it will be filled with grace and the love that you have for us, God. Oh, God, we thank you for this opportunity to dive into your word. And I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for putting this message on my heart that I would finish what I've started, God, because you gave me the assignment. So, Lord, I pray that you will continue to remind me of the moments when I'm down, that there is still work for me to do. And, God, I pray that this word would not only be uh, uh, would not only minister to those that are listening, but that those that are listening, God, will find so much power in this word, God, that they would have a desire to share it, God. God, your word is living and active. And I pray, God, that everyone that hears this message would feel the power of your word. It's in Jesus' name that I pray and I thank you. Amen.